Hello, everyone. Well, Laura and I are back for our third annual Slam Dunk podcast celebrating March Madness. In this episode, you will hear a list of our favorite things that are dunking on all other things as of late. We also share our around-the-rim picks and even a few air balls. And even though our real brackets busted forever ago, you can take these slam dunks to the bank. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's supposed to be episode 258 of the I Hate Rebeats podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with Laura, and I don't know where 255 went, so I don't know. People are asking me. It's the it's the hometowns for The Bachelor. It and just, you lost an episode? It's just gone. It's oh, just so weird. Poof. We tried to find it for like 20 minutes here, but we can't find it. I did it, and I have a file of it. And it's just not showing up. So I try to reload it. We'll see. But it's technically supposed to be episode 258 of the High I trust you. And you know what? Um, Bachelor is over. So we're moving on <gasps> to different things. Because this season was, in a word, what? Terrible. <laughs> I was going to give you a while to think about it, but you didn't need a second. Nope. It's bad. Not my favorite. So bad. Least favorite. But what we are excited about Worse is, than Juan Pablo. <laughs> is, is March Madness. It's here. Yes. Which means we get to do um, another round of our slam dunks, our air balls, and our around the rims and life as we know it right now. I'm going to say pop culture, but some of the things on our list aren't very pop culture Yeah, they're just <laughs> random things we like. <laughs> or don't like. That's a good point. Or haven't decided if we liked or Good not. call. Which... Brings up, yes, if it's a slam dunk, we love it. If it's around the rim, we don't know yet. Is it going to go in or going to go out? We don't know. It could go either way. It could go either way. And then air ball, we've got a few of those mm-hmm. too, but not many. Mm-mm. But this, it's been a while since we've done this. I mean, a whole entire year. How's your bracket? My bracket is an air ball. Oh. <laughs> it's a flat out air ball. It was... Who busted your bracket? Kentucky first. Come on, Kentucky. So, Kentucky, I made the mistake of picking them. I don't know why. I don't I don't know. Mm. I just got this gut feeling that Kentucky was going to go far. So, you might think, that's weird. How far did you put them? I put them in the final game. Uh-huh. Took them not to the final four, to the final two. I took them to the final two. And I, I don't know why. I think it's maybe because the Aggies played them really close mm-hmm. during the regular season. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In College Station, and it was, like, super exciting, and it came down to the buzzer yeah. meter. And so part of me wanted to think, like, Kentucky is really good because A&M played them so close. Okay, I see. So I wanted, that's part, maybe part of the reason why I wanted them to go okay. as far as they did. But so, yeah, I had them going all the way to the final two. Yeah. Um, and they lost. And then Baylor kind of messed things up, And then too. Baylor was my second one. I had Sick Baylor winning. Mm. All for you. Mm, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, they won last year, so that wasn't too far of a That's right. Stretch. But yeah, it's going to be a weird, it's going to be a, a weird final four, I think. I don't know, because there's still some good, like, number, like, high-ranking teams mm-hmm. that are still in it. Like, mm-hmm. Kansas is still mm-hmm. in it, Gonzaga is still in it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
North Carolina is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know they're like an eight or nine seed, but still. Uh, they beat uh, Baylor. Duke is in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's still Texas Tech is in it. Oh, I saw a bunch of posts today Red that was Raiders. like Tech is a basketball school because they won like they made it into the. I don't remember the statistic, but it was like are the Sweet Sixteen. The, are we down to that yet? Oh yeah, we're in it. Okay, great, mm-hmm. great, great. Sweet Sixteen starts Thursday. Um, you didn't ask me about my bracket. I I didn't. I'm sorry. How was your bracket? I forgot to fill it out. <laughs> And you even had a printed when out Mel version. Gave me a printed out version and everything. And then I thought, I'm going to do this today. And it had, it's supposed to have been done 12 hours before. So mm-hmm. darn it. Yeah, I just didn't know the timing on such things. I figured everything started on a weekend. But nope. it didn't. It started on a Thursday. That's right. Or something like that. But we got lots of slam dunks to talk about. So I want to get off of real basketball and get into our figurative basketball. That's because good. I'm way better at that. And I want to start... With something called the Stanley Cup. Ooh. Am I am I talking about hockey here? No. Mm-mm. I'm talking about an actual thermos cup that is a Stanley Cup. Will you please explain to the dear listener where you first heard of this particular Stanley Cup? Yes. So I was on a trip with our church. They do these discipleship trips. Mm-hmm. I was on a discipleship trip with um, a bunch of girls. And it was last February. Mm-hmm. And there were probably eight or nine people on the trip. And every person except for me, and maybe like one other loser, had a Stanley Cup. Just me and one other random person. Otherwise, every person had like matching Stanley Cups. And I thought to myself, first I thought, you guys are dorks. Like, who has matching cups? And then they started telling me the the benefits right. of a Stanley Cup like yeah. this, which is has a great handle. Yes. It's really big. Yes. It works kind of like a Yeti because it keeps your drink really cold. Um, it's got a straw yes, and a little hole for the straw, or you can pull the hole out and you can just drink out of it regular, right. like mm-hmm. without the straw. Right. Um, comes in all different colors, a little bit bigger than a Yeti. Yes. Uh, and supposedly they like sell out like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy quick. Cause you tried, you look. Cause I tried and I couldn't buy one. Yeah. And then over Christmas or near Christmas, near Christmas. um, Melanie Shankle. Yep. Posted on Instagram and yep. said, like, hey, these are Get one of my on favorite it. things and they're in stock. <laughs> and so I just happened to be looking at it at the exact right moment. It was divine mm. intervention. And I hit <laughs> buy and I got it for you for Christmas. And I love it because of the handle, because of the straw, and because it fits in a cup holder in my car. That's right. And the handle doesn't get in the way and it's not wobbly or anything. It's so... that I can't tell you how a handle is a game changer. Yeah. But you've experienced the Stanley because I let you borrow Stanley for you did. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... I was sickly and you, you let me you borrow. You got it. It helped me. Mm-hmm. Didn't it really you did. get it? It's a great... It, it helps you drink more water. I agree completely. And now you used to use a large Yeti. I did. And... Mm-hmm. How would you? How do you think the large Yeti compares to the Stanley? The handle is the game changer. Look at that! It really is. In my Yeti, I have a straw in it that I just kind of poke in it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't go in it. So if it falls or tips over, it'll spill out water. This one doesn't. I mean, it could, but it could spill, it, but it, it doesn't, doesn't because spill the much. straw is yeah. very snug. But mm-hmm. I feel very cool because I have the Stanley now. That's right. <laughs> 
I do. It is pretty cool. And other people notice it. Other people do notice it. Because they'll come it. over and see it sitting around and they'll be like, oh, did you get a Stanley cup? And you're like, yeah, yeah I, did. I did. I heard this rumor that it was like some moms that kind of invented it or tried to convince the company to make them because of the handle. Right. So like a lot of people that have children and are carrying lots of things yeah. or just people that don't have kids and carry lots of things. Yeah. They really like the handle. Yeah, it's easier than to if you're if your Yeti's so big and wide to palm a Yeti. It, that sounds right. weird, but you know what I mean. Just like it's a basketball. Still, <laughs> oh, it's a slam dunk. Oh, circle. It's such a slam dunk. But I think if you can find one, get it. Yes, they come in like I don't know, like six or eight different colors. Yeah. But when you find it, don't don't let be that, don't be choosy. Yeah, do not be choosy. Don't be choosy. You get what you can get, and That's everybody right. will mm-hmm. think you're cooler for it. So that was our that was our first slam dunk. The other one you have, well, tell everybody about the pants that you discovered from okay. our friend Crystal. So my friend Crystal was like, "Hey, these are the most comfortable pants in the world. They're called Viore pants." How do you spell that? V U O R I. E. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that last one. It's ish. That's and spelling was never my strong suit. Okay, it maybe there's why I asked you. Okay, but, keep going. So Crystal told me about it. Said, "Hey, have you ever have you felt these like m- m- most comfortable pants ever?" Yeah. And I said, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah. And she said, "Look them up right now." And they're pricey pants. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're not they're not like a bargain. So you right. have to make an investment in it. Yes. And I kind of thought, I don't know. I turned my nose up at it and thought, I'm not quite so sure about this. And Crystal was like, seriously, you should just buy a pair and mm-hmm. just see if you like Decide them. Decide for yourself. So I bought a pair, loved them. So now I own two <laughs> pairs. And then I was like, this is so great. And so I tried to convince Lindsay to buy a pair. And Lindsay was kind of like, I don't know. I just don't know if I need them. Whatever. But for Christmas, they had like a special. It was like they were on sale yeah. around Christmas time. So they do run sales. Yeah. So they are casual jogger pants. Yes. So they're a little thinner, which yes. I've heard people say, some people say they don't love them because they're okay. too thin. Okay, they're too thin, okay. Um, so I went up a size in mine mm-hmm. and because they're thin so that it's not so tight. Hey there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, because they're not tight at all. They're meant to be like jogger yes, yes, yes. pants. So they have, they have pockets. They, they have pockets in them. They're very soft. Gathered like, at the ankle. Super yes. duper soft. Think super like your soft. Bella Canvas t-shirt, mm-hmm. but sweatpants. And they're thin, so they're not hot. No. Like, I'm I'm wearing a pair right now. I am too. And it's probably like 80 <laughs> degrees outside. So look at that. <laughs> That's a good call. We don't have the same colors. Mm-hmm. I have navy. Yeah, you have navy and maroon, and I have gray and green. Look at yeah. that. So we don't get them mixed up in, right. the, in the wash. <laughs> It's right. Not that we wash our clothes together, we don't, but you but never know. We could, and you never we know. would hate to get them Which confused. is why if you're lucky enough to one day get a Stanley, you can't get that color. That's right. I because we color. did. Your mom did get up. She gave us both the softest, fluffiest blankets in the world for Christmas. They're so, and so soft. she gave us the same color. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like mine, because I feel like rabbit, so I named mine... Peter. Yeah. <laughs> you Peter. named your Jack. And mine's named Jack. So Peter Rabbit and Jack Rabbit. And you and I feel like mine is softer than yours. And so I think that's you try to steal mine. I think it's because you take it, better care of yours. And claim it as Jack. I do. But it's really Peter. That's true. I do. <laughs> and you don't know. You can't tell because they're the same color. It would be it would be helpful if they were slightly different colors. Mm-hmm. But man, that that helped me during the COVID. Peter and Stanley. Both. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My guys during COVID. 
with. They are really soft blankets. Love it. Um, you also, one of your slam dunks, Apple Watch. I know we feel I very do love my Apple late Watch. in the game. I know, that's right. People are like, all of the listeners are like, you losers. <laughs> Apple Watch has been out forever. The, the circle that goes around. I don't have one. That's right. But the circle. I love it. I love it so much. So the way I first got introduced to it was because of a commercial. Advertising really does work. Okay? It works. Because there was this commercial. I don't, I don't even watch commercials anymore. I, I don't know where it I saw like it. It was like Hulu because we had to watch the commercial yes, or something. I think that's right. Because we don't pay for the fancy But it was Hulu. the one where the Apple Watch like saves the person. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. they're like, I was in a car accident. And I'm in a... Ravine. Like, yes, ravine. <laughs> and I need help. And I can't reach my phone. And the 911 operator is like, don't worry. Help us on the way. And then at the end, it's like, it was an Apple Watch that yeah. saved them. And yeah. I was like, this is, I that. this is freaking amazing. <laughs> so I thought, that's incredible. I love it that it tells my heart rate. Yes. The newest ones, this is really big too, the newest version of the Apple Watch, which I got, also does your blood oxygen level mm. and it'll do an EKG. That's amazing. So actually, like you can put your little finger on the dial and it will do an EKG and it'll give you a printed out report. Like in your phone that you could like email to a doctor. Oh yeah. Say I know what you're thinking. Like, do you really have a need for that? And yeah, you never know. You never know when you're gonna need a printed out EKG. And now I have one and it's great. And I like it because it encourages you to get up and move. It does. Now that's a little bit annoying to me too, because sometimes it'll be like, uh, if you could stand for a minute, you'd get one step closer to your goal. And I'd be like, I can't. I'm sitting here with Peter or Jack. You don't know which one, but I don't want to get up. I don't want to stand. So I don't. I just don't do it. What was the one you were saying? It said, take 30 seconds to whatever. Yeah. So the the one that really annoys me is like mindfulness. Uh So it's like, take 30 seconds to think about your gratitude for the day, Uh which is great, but it maybe happens at like an inconvenient time. When I'm like sitting in traffic and I'm like, I'm not thankful today. And I'm really annoyed about it. So that annoys me. The second thing that annoys me about the watch. Even though it's still slim. I do love it. I love it. I love it. it. But the second thing that annoys me is it will also try to motivate you. So like late at night, if I haven't done any aerobic activity, it will say, (laughs) if you go for a short 29 minute walk, you could reach your activity goal. And, And I think to myself, it's 1030 at night. Like who's going for a 29 minute walk? Like that's insane. But, um, so I don't ever do that. I just dismiss and go straight to bed and it records my sleep. And give it a little EKG. It does. It gives me my EKG. I can check my blood oxygen level. I have had several people ask me if it's consistent with like pulse socks. pulse socks that we also have in the kitchen. And we have tested it and it is is very consistent. consistent. I mean, it's maybe not exactly, but it's like one degree off. It's one off. It's not very far off. Yeah. So I think it's good. I think it's good too. And I obviously love it because it also does like all the things you normally think of, like text messages and emails and it helps you find your phone. Yes. And call 911 if you should need that feature. it does. If if I go off into a ravine, ravine, I'm going to push my watch. (laughs) I'm going to call somebody. Don't call me. Call the lady that helps you 911. That's a good point. I have heard a friend of mine said that she like fell off of a chair, like was standing, changing a light bulb, mm-hmm. fell off a chair, and it sensed it and said oh. like, would you like for us to call 911? Gosh. And she said, no, no, I'm okay. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's great. It is great. It's awfely big brothery too. That's it is, but crazy. I don't care. Yeah. That's don't great. Care at all. That's I really great. like it. I am still trying to work to figure out the notifications and like, 
because I don't want it like sitting in a meeting going ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> and that and I'm trying to you gotta you gotta monitor it all okay <laughs> I'm getting that now my friends are helping me the friends who went on this road first <laughs> like five years ago that's good um, our next slam dunk is kind of a double whammy. It's the Rise Up t-shirt that we both got oh. from when we went to go see Hamilton, which is also another slam dunk. We've talked about Hamilton on this podcast before. A lot of people love Hamilton. We loved it too. Went for your birthday. I went in wanting a new Young, Scrappy, and Hungry t-shirt that I got originally when I saw Hamilton because mine's a bit on the the pilthy side mm-hmm. is that pithy pill pilly 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 side and they didn't have my size and i uh, thought come on houston what are we doing harsh here? but it afforded me a new shirt from hamilton that says rise up which is one of the songs i love that song i do too rise up keep on <laughs> rise up <laughs> i'm not gonna sing but then i just got you one too that's right which also made me think of well first of all why do you like the shirt so much it's plain. Mm-hmm. It's just navy, and it just says rise up on it with America in the background. Love it. It's great. Yeah. Now, it also made me think of something, hmm. which when we were talking about the Viore pants, we yeah. said, you know, we have different ones just because we don't want to get them like... Right. We don't want to get them confused. <laughs> so, I, I just wanted you to know, or you to tell us, mm-hmm. how many of the shirts, how many t-shirts <laughs> do we have that are the same? Um, we counted last night because... We got, got the same t-shirt again last night at the Georgia Strait concert, which is another um, slam dunk we'll talk here in a minute. Mm-hmm. What was it? 21? 21 t-shirts that, that are the same. weird, but it's not. We dress alike all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? We text each other in the morning from our rooms and we say, what t-shirt are you wearing today? And then we come out of our rooms and we say, look at this. They're the same t-shirts. That rarely happens but when it does. it does. It's super fun. It that is. We, oh my God, same t-shirt. Because you have three times as many t-shirts as I have. Because I, I purge. You don't purge. That's right. I never so purge. you have tiers. You have tier one, tier two, tier I have three. basically an entire dresser of t-shirts. Yes. That I have separated into tier one, tier two, tier three. Right. But we do have 21 that are same. But it's, uh, it's only because we... There's a, there's a, re- we both went to the thing and wanted the shirt. Right. Or we both went to the women's retreat and got the shirt. Right. Or we both were going to Harry Potter. And, <laughs> and we had to have matching shirts. <laughs> Ollivanders. Who wouldn't want an Ollivander wand maker shirt? You need a Dumbledore 2024 t-shirt. Everyone needs that. Which was right. the smartest thing we ever it did. Was. It was made it 2024. That's right. And we wore it to 2020. Election. Election. To vote in. But we knew we'd need it again for and the And there next were at least like two or three people that stopped us. Oh, they said, oh, that t-shirt was awesome. Because we are awesome. We are. But it's it's stuff like that. We've got a few, like the Hamilton one. And mm-hmm. so now we have two Hamilton the same yeah. time. Yeah. And that's okay. But that's okay. What I have on right now is George that we got last night at the George Strait concert. I mentioned a minute ago at Slam Dunk. I'm, I'm taking that back. Ooh. A little bit, I'm telling you. Yeah. Because I want to give that an around the rim. I think that's a good call. And Explain to us you're why. You're going to... People are already upset with me right now, but let me tell you. For, first of all, we love George Strait. I love George Strait. Who doesn't love George Strait? George Strait closing out the Houston Rodeo is iconic. You go because it's George Strait. You know you're going to have a good time. And we did. Here's why it's around the rim, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. is because... How many number one songs 
do you think George Strait has since starting his career in 1980? Oh, I bet 50. 50 at least number one songs. Oh, yeah. So you know you're going to be a little bit perturbed because, oh, man, he didn't sing my favorite. Right. And your top 10 favorite might be completely different from my top 10 favorite, yet they're both, all 20 songs are great. Right. And so I was under the impression that our friend George would just sing all these great number one songs that you grew up on. Like hit after After hit. hit, after Mm -hmm. hit, and you would stand up and sing the entire time. Here's what my man George Strait did. He probably sang, I'm going to say 20 songs, because it's not a long, long concert. Maybe 25, 20, 25 songs. Half of them were everything you know and love. Oh, yeah. And the other half were not. And there's some George Freight super fans out there who are just shaking their head at there me There was right a guy now. standing in front of us. Yes. Who was a super fan. Super fan. Who, if he's listening right now, he's like, I, you guys are crazy. I right. mean, it was awesome. But I think that that group of people is so T-Nightsy. Because I can honestly say that I love George Strait. Not a super fan. You know Why? Because I don't know anything George Strait has done after the 2000s. Right. Which apparently is a lot with his son, Bubba, because everything and was... And his tequila brand. My tequila brand. Codigo or Codigo or Codigo. Codigo. And there's... we. I wrote this with Bubba and who doesn't love a Tom Petty... You know, remake. remake, and here mm-hmm. we have this Waylon Jennings, but it's I, not a Waylon Jennings song you knew, and this was my wife's favorite song. I'm going real deep into my archives, and it's a song we've never heard, but the f- super fan will know it, mm-hmm. but my point is, King George, you've got 100,000 people in an right. arena waiting who paid money to hear you sing. Yes, we're going to love everything you sing, but why wouldn't you take this time to at least sing 20 songs that we all know yeah. and five that we don't? Mm-hmm. Like Fireman? Yeah. Was missing? What other ones? Uh, Carrying Your Love With Me wasn't yeah. on there. Uh, he Did he do Check Yes or No? Yeah, he did. He did do Check he Yes did. or No? I There's... There's a bunch on there that he didn't do, and it, but a bunch that he did great. I mean, he came back and encored with All My Exes Live in Texas, mm-hmm. This is How the Cowboy Rides Away. He sang Heartland, which makes me want to love him anymore, more, 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 because that was my dad's favorite song oh. when Pure Country was on. Daddy watched it. He yelled, you had to come and watch with him. Heartland was so good. The shirt is awesome. It's a belt buckle mm-hmm. with George's name on and it. But he I sounded just, oh my gosh, really good. he sounded good. So at the end of the day, you sit there and you think, hey, George is 70. That's right. Can we let George do what George wants to do? Has he proven himself worthy? Your answer is yes. He can do whatever he wants to do. He can play whatever song. So this around He can the, sing in Spanish he if can, he wanted he to. Do whatever we don't he wants care. to. He around the rim. And, and it's going to go in. You're totally it's right. It's going to go you're in. You're totally right. It's, it's going gonna go in. in. It's just not a slam dunk. No. Let me tell you um, another around the rim while we're here is Gilded Age. Yeah. That is the show we're watching on HBO. And I would say Gilded Age is almost in a um, bank shot. 
Okay. Isn't that what they call it yeah, when it know. hits the backboard and goes in? Oh, okay. Like you bank it. Got it. Nope. I, don't I, know. But I, yeah. I don't know. Someone is listening to this and they're going to be like, that's not what they call it. <laughs> but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. When it hits the backboard and then it, it goes, goes in. in. Um, I, I think that's what I would call this. Because I think this is good. I enjoy it. Yes. I do too. It took me a minute. It did take... It, it had to hit the backboard. <laughs> it was in through the air. I was going, we got to get somewhere. And then it hit the backboard. It is by Julian Fellows, who did Downton Abbey mm-hmm. way back in the day for PBS. And now he's moved on to HBO. And I will say, I was wondering if it was going to go a little bit raunchy because mm-hmm. it's on HBO. And it hasn't. It hasn't at all. At all. Mm-mm. And so it's beautiful sets and beautiful. It's it's during the Gilded Age, which is 1883. That's right. Uh huh. And electricity and houses is just becoming a thing. Oh yeah, and Edison. It's, it's very exciting. There's a railroad. That's I going mean, through. it's coming. It's so great. And so it's it's that it's a little bit of upstairs downstairs, but it's more. Uh, old money, new money yes. that we're seeing. And we kind of didn't love the old money, new money tension mm-hmm. at the beginning because it felt kind of, uh, I don't know, like overdone right. maybe. Over, or, yeah. or we didn't care. Right. It, it was it was hard for us to really understand it. But now, after the first two episodes, yeah. we were really hooked. We're in. And it's one of those where we're a little bit spoiled because before, every, most streaming networks just drop it. Right. And you get it all so that we have to wait each week for the new Gilded Age. Right. But we, I, it's gone in. It's gone oh, it's in gone the basket. It's gone in the basket. It's gone it in either the went basket. around the rim or banked yeah. off the backboard, but it's in. But it's in. Um, the other thing I think is interesting is 1883 right now. Yes, which is the prequel of Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Okay. That's right. And none of us, neither one of us watch no. it. I watch Yellowstone, but yes. I haven't watched 1883 yet. But my parents watched it and my mom made the point, which I think is super interesting that it's the exact same time period as the Gilded Age. So 1883 with Yellowstone is the same time as Gilded Age is in New York. That's so great. And in New York, they're like in carriages and there's taxis and there's electricity. And in 1883, the previews that we've watched, they're like organ trailing it. Like it's like on a horseback and wagons and... Indian Reservation and wi- the Dysentery. Wild West. <laughs> Dysentery? Yeah, it's not good. So we made the point. My mom said, you know, so I'd rather live in New York in 1883 than in West. I the Wild agree. West. That's so weird. Which is interesting. We do it every time we watch. You just think, man, I'd rather be this woman than Faith Hill. That's over, right. Uh, in 1883 on that side of the country. The other around the rim that I wanted to talk about only because it is it hasn't happened yet, so we don't know, mm-hmm. is Bridgerton season two. Ooh. Yeah. But we did watch the preview. We watched the preview. And that's enough to say it's around the rim. You think so? Uh-huh. Okay. I, I think, think it it's going to go in. And the reason why I hope it goes in is because, number one, it's about the brother Anthony, who's the oldest. Daphne's mm-hmm. oldest brother. You know, they're siblings in order from A to H. So he's the oldest boy. And you've read all the books. I've read all the books. And I enjoy the books. And I like his storyline. So my hope is that it'll be it'll be good. And is he attractive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw him last semester. Last semester. Whenever Bridgerton yeah, was Yeah, but I feel like... I feel like when I saw him, I didn't really remember And you probably didn't like him either. Because he was kind of 
Daphne, you have to marry somebody right, right now. Exactly. He was being the and older brother. In mm-hmm. the preview, I remember thinking, you're so much more attractive than I thought previously. because yeah, he's loosened up a little bit. Yeah. And I think that Bridgerton has found its way, too. Every, they know that they know how to, that everybody is really excited about. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people are really excited about it. So that's It comes I'm, out this weekend, it right? It comes out this Friday, yes. So it's around the rim right now, but I'm, I'm hoping it's going to go in. I hope so, too. And if you haven't seen first season of Bridgerton, Slam Dunk. great. Slam Dunk, Netflix. Um, not for children. No. Or Mm-mm. your mom, if you're watching <laughs> it on your mom on the couch, maybe not. But yeah, it's super fun. That's Shonda Rhimes. Do we think this season's it. also going to be as racy I as the last one? Because okay. mm-hmm. it's, it's Shonda and it's Netflix. And that's what she wanted to do when she left Grey's Anatomy, which is still on season 18. And if you had to judge. Grey's Anatomy by this standard? Oh, that's great season question, 18? too. I'm, I'm going to say around the rim because the season prior, remember Meredith was in COVID and just, just, oh, wait, last, last semester she was right. in COVID. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't get her out of it, but now she's out, and so that's good. Um, I, I, yes, and I, we've got the new guy from Pitch Perfect. Remember Becca's? boyfriend who was a guy that she liked and ended up with at the end he is going to be in Grey's Anatomy now I don't know for how long but he's a new face on Grey's Anatomy is he a resident no he's some um environmental something or other so I don't even know if he's in medicine interesting but he might be in I don't I don't know he might be in but he's not Grey's Anatomy is kind of a soap opera Oh, absolutely it is. Uh, I mean... Totally days of our lives. 18 seasons, <laughs> and there's an environmentalist that's now in the hospital. Of course there is. It makes perfect sense. When is someone possessed, like Marlena? It's coming. I don't know, but they say de- they see dead people all the time. That's a good point. In their dreams or their COVID state of unconsciousness. That's right. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I'm very excited about Bridgerton. Let me move on really quickly to one more Around the Rim, and I'm going to let you talk about it, is... The game Wordle. Oh, okay. So um, we both got introduced to Wordle late in the game. Mm-hmm. Other people play it first. I mean, obviously everyone, I feel like everyone in America knows about it now, but obviously so. it's a website where you try to guess a five-letter word. It's all you do is and guess the five-letter word. A new word every day. Mm-hmm. We got hooked on it. Mm-hmm. Then the New York Times bought it. Mm-hmm. And we feel like it was around the rim. Because the New York Times made the words a little hard. Yeah. As in, like, words that I had to Google to be like, is that even a word? Because I I don't know what that word is. So there went through a short blip of time when we didn't really do it. Because, well, I didn't really do it. Because I got kind of annoyed by it. Yeah. Or maybe I just wasn't as excited to Right. Do it. You're not as excited. Because you it made New York Times made me feel stupid. Because right. it took me six tries to get it. When it used to, it used to be three or four. Right. That's and then you'd have to be like, is that even a word? Yeah. And then and you feel stupid. And I don't like feeling stupid. Especially not before I have my coffee. But that's probably what New York Times is trying to do is weed out the stupid. Because I do that's feel like point. not as many people do it who used to do it. That's and right. I think that's their fault. But... I think New York Times has also pulled back a little bit. They have, like which is why this using... is no longer an air ball. Right. Yeah. It would have been an air it ball. It would have been an air ball. Mm. It would have been like, it would have been a great team who did so good last season and now they're air balling. Do you know who got a slam dunk though? Hmm. The guy who created Wordle? There you go. Because I think he got like <laughs> over a million dollars from the New York Times. And nice. I think he created this game for like his wife. 
or girlfriend oh, or something nice. like that. He was just like, oh, I'm going to create this app that's going to play a game and give a word to my wife. And it's going to be so fun. And then millions of people start playing it. And now he's a millionaire. And y'all are going to direct message me and Laura too, maybe, and say, hey, they have you me. tried <laughs> Nerdle or Fertile or Global or, or and I'm going to say, Mm-mm. no, I only do the Wordle. That's right. I don't like the numbers. Or the countries. Or the countries. Maybe I would like the countries, but I, I'm, I, I like Wordle because I waste five minutes of my time every morning and I get to share it. And say, oh, I got it in five or four. I'm typically a four or five or person. Mm -hmm. But there was one day that I didn't get it at all and it was sad. There was one day that I didn't get it at all. Sad day. It was a sad day. But that was also when I was sick. Oh. I blame it on the COVID. Blame it on the COVID. That's what I would do. So then we have um, right now two air balls. One of them has come... It just came about in rodeo, and you know the mom jean is back, and how oh. I can't stand the mom jean. Why would you want to wear a, a pair of blue jeans that makes your butt look so long? That doesn't look good nope. on anybody. But we have now made the mom jean into somehow bell bottom. Yes, where you wear it with your boots, and, and maybe, I don't understand that. And maybe some sequins at the bottom, or know. like fabric at the bottom. Is mm-hmm. a bad look. There was a lot of bad looks at the rodeo this year. A lot of air balls. Mm-hmm. I saw way too many side boobs. Mm-hmm. I saw way too many backs in your bra. And I thought, well, why why, why are you buying the shirt that has the open back if you're just going to wear your bra? That doesn't make I sense. I don't get it. I saw <laughs> way too many booties and... Mm-hmm. Sequins. Lots of sequins. Lots of sequins. Lots and I like a sequin stone. occasionally. Thank Actually, you. I'm probably anti-sequins. But I know there's a lot of people that love sequins. Right, right. In an appropriate amount. There were a lot. Yeah. It was a, it, it's a, it's definitely a phase. The 7D bell bottom has come back. And mm-hmm. I just don't think it looks good with a cowboy boot. Air ball. <laughs> it's right there. Our other air ball is the Netflix show that everybody seemed to love and it maybe yeah. got a little a, a little acknowledgement from the awards was don't look up yeah. with Jennifer Lawrence and Meryl Streep is in it and Leonardo DiCaprio and it's got a great cast we watched it thinking yeah mm-hmm. and then 10 minutes went by and we were going yeah and then 30 minutes by, and you think, okay. And then an hour went by, and we're still in it. We don't quit. We keep waiting for it to get better. And, and it, I, neither of us thought it did. I know some people who thought it was great. And I know there's like a whole political bent to it, which mm-hmm. is like people are anti it or pro it because mm-hmm. it's like climate change or COVID or mm-hmm. kind of some sort of an analogy to that. And that's not the reason why we didn't like it. it. At least for me, it's not because of it has anything to do with the political statement it's making. Yeah. I just didn't think it was well done. I just, I feel like there were like gaping holes in the plot. <laughs> I feel like it was poor character development. <laughs> I, I mean, it was just was the, the ending. I mean, we're not going to give it away, but yeah. I mean, the ending was like, oh, what just happened? It did feel, it, it felt a little bit. I wanted, the reason why we call it an air ball is because we left being worse off than we went into. Right. (laughs) It wasn't even a waste of time. It was more of like a... Why did we watch that? 
Uh-huh. So that was a very air ball. But I don't want to end the podcast with the air ball. I want to end the podcast with another slam dunk. And that is um, two things real quickly before we get to the thing. The Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, you got to go see it. It's Ooh, so good. It is good. And then my Tacovis boots <gasps> are new. They you are did just so get brand good. new boots. They're Who so else wears Tacovis boots? Tom Charette to yarn. That's he wears right, Tacovis. And then um, are they? And tell us, they're like more comfortable boots, right? Yes, they're more comfortable boots, and mine are ostrich and brown, and I love them. And they're very, very comfy. I wore them two days in a row at, nice. at the rodeo and didn't feel hardly anything. That's so, awesome. And got made, lots of compliments. On they're them. made out of Austin, I think, or yes, mm, or maybe Austin, that was where it was started. Or, yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah. Uh, but the last thing I did want to slam dunk was a new card game. You all know we love mahjong. Love Mahjong. Still playing Mahjong. Of course we are. But Laura's mom introduced us to a new card game uh-huh. that is called Shanghai. Shanghai. And it's great. It's awesome. And I don't know how I'm going to link to something on the show notes for you to go see what it is. But one of the... It involves multiple decks of cards. People compare it to Phase 10? Yes. Or Phase 10? Phase 9? Phase 10. Phase 10. I think so. Okay, anyways, there's a game there's that, that you guys game. all probably know about. Uh-huh, you know what we're saying. And they compare it to that, and it's, you know, rounds. It's not idiot-proof, per se, but it's not anywhere near the mind mentalness you need from Mahjong. Right. So it's a fun game that every every round is a different, you're collecting this, or you're collecting this, or you're collecting this, and you need a lot of cards to play it, and... At one like point, four decks yes. of cards. And at one point, you have a lot of cards in your hand. So the other two slam dunks I'm going to add to this are <laughs> an electric battery-operated card shuffler. Who knew those Hello? existed? Hello. Hello. And then a card holder. Like this looks like a wooden butcher block. That's with right. slots and you hold all your cards. Because sometimes you get behind and you're going right. to have between five cards in your hand. That's when you're losing. But it sure is handy to have mm-hmm. a little card holder thingy. And my mom got it for us. Both those gifts for us. And it was funny because when we got the card shuffler, I thought, like, we're never going to use this. Like, we're, we're like grown adults. We can just shuffle our cards like a normal person shuffles cards. No, it's incredible. Mm, it you is. just put the decks in there, push the little button, and it goes... And it in five you're seconds, you're done. It's done. It's you're awesome. Done. And when you're, when you're playing Shanghai and you're hosting to other people, you need it to go fast. That's exactly right. And you can play Shanghai with three or four or five. Yeah. We don't know more than that. We can't know, remember. We can't we'll have to ask mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's a really fun it's game. It's so fun. And everybody who we've played with, they've loved it. Except for my mom. My mom just wasn't having it but it's because she was losing and she doesn't like to lose. yeah i get that so she wasn't she wasn't very happy about that but i feel good about it i feel good about our slam dunks and our air balls and our around you, the rims do you know what else is in around the rim hmm. the new mahjong card is coming out it's coming out oh my in God. like a couple of weeks probably it's gonna be so great i don't know what's gonna be it's I, gonna be so wait. great have you finished your card yet? Your current twenty? No, and i knew you were gonna ask me that oh, and it makes maybe me so you have i think i have like six hands oh. left how many do you have left? I think I have nine or something like that. Uh, I know. You want to go play tonight? We should, right okay. now? Yeah, let's go okay. right now. Okay, bye! <laughs> Where's the doors? <laughs>
This was recorded before Bridgerton Series 2 came out, and since then, Laura and I have both watched it. All eight episodes. We halfway binged it about three days. I will say we liked it. It's not necessarily like a whoo, slam dunk, whoa, by the audience, but it's definitely a layup. You appreciate it. Two points. I love the Bridgerton book series. I'm a huge fan, but this one was just a tad bit slower than season one. Uh, It felt very sleepless in Seattle to me, where you're just thinking, come on and get together already. That's, That's just my feelings, but I would definitely say to watch it. It has some not safe for work, small eyes, children's moments that you might have to fast forward through some sassy times, but that's okay. We'll take it. It's way better than some of the things that we've been watching lately. So hopefully that's not your feelings when you think about this podcast, which leads me to a small request. One of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. Oh,